episode one of Lime Talk, a uh, a podcast, a fan podcast of the podcast Limetown. And so today we're going to be digging through episode one, which is entitled What We Know. And it's a little different than the other, uh, the forthcoming three podcasts of Limetown. And so what we do is go through uh, a summary, do a little who's who. Important characters that we meet along the way, go through some valuable information, and then some questions that I have about the episode. So I didn't introduce myself. What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> My name is Eli. I'm Pearson. How's it going? <laughs> Good. All right. So, without any further hullabaloo, let's dig into the summary. So the, the first thing we hear on this episode entitled What We Know is kind of like a news story-ish, uh, you know, clips of, of like news station stories about a sort of like enclosed community, which to me, the first thing that jumped out to me in my mind was that it's very like Waco-ish style sort of community, sort of cut off from the rest of the world. And whatever the community is, uh, obviously called Limetown, um, there's an emergency going on inside and nobody's really sure what it is. Um, they make the call, and there's security staying, standing outside the gates of Limetown for three days. No one's allowed in or out. And then they walk away, and when out, the outside world gets a chance to go in, everybody is gone. Right? Yeah. And one thing that stood out to me is that there apparently there's caves in, on, below, near the facility. That, that I, th- I feel like that's going to be important. As to how they escaped. Yeah, or, that's mine. Well, they disappeared. Nobody knows where they are, but there's no remnants of them. So I think the caves have something to do with it. And then after we find out about all this, we wind up meeting our main character of sorts, whose name is Leah Haddock. And apparently she was 17 years old when the Limetown tragedy occurred, which I think is I think will come to bear down the road. The fact that she was 17, I don't know what that has to do with anything yet, but I feel like it's it's worth mentioning here. And that she also has an uncle, Dr. Emil Haddock, who was working at Limetown at the time. And his name is spelled E-M-I-L. And so if you spell it backwards, that's Lime. Um, so I, I, with pretty much everyone else on the internet, think that this is important in some way. But you had a a theory about this. Well, it's not really, well, I guess it's a theory. Um, yeah, just that lime headache, kind of like red herring. So you think that, it, that, that for everyone out there who's looking for clues, this is one, but probably means it's, nothing. Yeah, it's, I mean, I don't know if I fully subscribe to that, but it could be one one way to go. I, I really hope that they don't, they don't resort to like backwards kind things. Of cheeky. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, the whole thing was because he spelled his name backwards. Yeah. But that will come to bear later, maybe. Hopefully. Um, so, it's like 300, three and change, people missing from the, the community. Do we have an exact number on that? 327. Okay. So, we have 327 men, women, and children missing. Uh, their whereabouts are unknown. For 10 years. 10 years, you know... After this emergency, uh, we find out 
that no no one has ever been heard of, except for uh, one person died, and his, he is the lead researcher, Doctor Oscar Totem, and he was yeah he was the lead researcher at Liontown, and apparently they burned him alive. They found his dental remains on the site. I also have a theory about. That. What is your theory about that? Uh, well, I I don't think he died because they only found his dental records. Like, I well, mean, they, if they like just a file. Like they found his teeth. Yeah, if they found his teeth. Well, where where like I mean, like people could have their teeth removed. Yeah, but I I, I mean, mean, this is an extravagant, like. Apparently, disappearance. The... So, like, why? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's certainly possible, but. Yeah, no, it's possible. Oh, so, I'm not saying I'm right, obviously, but well, I mean, if if they if they manage to do all of this, why not? They they could they could certainly they could fabricate teeth, right? Yeah, it's not out of the question. Or they could be his real teeth. Well, we'll find out, I guess. So, I think that's I mean, that's my summary, except except for the end, the end of the episode where something big happens. Do you have anything else to add in terms of the summary of that episode? No. That's that's pretty much big what we learned in this episode. Yeah, she goes to visit um Limetown. She does. She goes to visit Limetown. And uh that's, I mean yeah, without going into all the the, the details of it. That's, yeah. So and then at the end of the episode, they are talking. She's yakking on the phone with her producer or editor or somebody like that. Is his name Terry? Well, he calls her. He's not. It's, she's not like on the phone with him. He calls her and is frantic and says that he she ha, he has a survivor on the line. He has a survivor on the line, and she then they talk with her. They they don't want really to say anything of consequence really, but that like like she talks to the, to a survivor of Lion Town for like twenty seconds, and then they proceed to. Oh my God! We got shut separate, and then that's the end of the episode. Which, was, which I thought was pretty exhilarating. I mean, obviously, like, what else are they going to do <laughs> other than communicate with people from Liontown and this thing? But, like, it, I, I, when I was listening to it, I was driving my car, and I was, I was like, oh, my God, like, I can't believe, like, after all this. Like, it was just really real to me. And I was like, they, they finally talked to someone, even though it's, like, 27 minutes <laughs> into the first episode. When I listened to this episode, I was still not sure. I mean... It's the first one I still wasn't sure if it was real or not. So that was kind of like... Oh, so you were on the edge I, of your I, seat. Yeah, I was thinking, it like, this is real. It's crazy, but... If it was real, it would be, like, out of control. Yeah. But, so apparently they are out there. At least one of them is out there. Yes. Which which would lead you to believe that there are others out there. And so the survivor calls Leah, and that's the end of the episode. We don't hear anything more past that. Yep. So... I was going to jump into the, I mean, to, to me, the, the who's who, I have like a little who's who section here with like important characters or people that we're going to meet along the way. I think we should go through every episode. And so first we have Leah Haddock, who is the narrator and reporter for APR. I guess it's sort of an NPR-ish, you know, type of fictional world. And she's the narrator. She's the reporter who's doing the story. And she has Emil Haddock's uncle. Uh, that's her that was title. That line. Yeah. Yeah. Then we got Dr. Oscar Totem, dead leader and researcher of Limetown, who appears to be the ringleader of the whole operation, but is also apparently dead. I just, 
This is silly, but he was burnt at the stake. Uh-huh. His name's Toad. <laughs> <laughs> they did not do that. I don't I, know. I hope not. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Pawnee Kirsten, ladies and gentlemen. You can cut that out. <laughs> no. And then, so was this the one thing we haven't mentioned so far? This guy R. B. Villard. So this whole thing, this was not not a uh, like a public domain government run NASA ish type of operation. This was uh, an enterprise. Like R. B. Villard is a billionaire investor who bankrolled the entire Limetown operation. He's a telecommunications titan. He what? He was a tele so he was a telecommunications titan. And so that in itself is sort of, I guess, maybe a little foreshadowing because you got Dr. Oscar Totem, who was a master of the brain or the human mind. That's his area of expertise. And then you got this entrepreneur guy who's into telecommunications and communication stuff. And so he has an interest in whatever they're working on there, which we don't know what that is yet. But he disappeared after the Limetown tragedy. He's not a... No, like, it's not like his whereabouts are unknown, but he is shied from the public eye after he kind of made a fool of himself. Well, I guess he, like, he didn't really make a fool of himself. No, but he did say a thing, like, to Congress, like, he, I don't know. Like, well, he was just being elusive. He, yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't giving them information, and then he was, yeah, you guys go down in the hand. Kind of thing. Yeah. And that, after, apparently after that, he is no longer in, but he, I, he's got to come back, doesn't he? Like, like they they go into all this information about him and like how he like bankrolled it and blah 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 and like we're not we're not gonna hear anything about him in the future. I don't know. I feel like he's got to come back. He's got to be like a major player down the line. So they 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 like made a big like there's four episodes out right now and there's only seven. You think that's they think they're gonna stick with it? Uh, at least for I don't know if they're doing like seasons, but yeah, no, it says Lifetime season one. Uh, there's a YouTube oh. video that says well, Limetown Season 1 trailer. Yeah. Then I think they'll stick with it. Yeah. Seven, seven episodes. Dude, I, can't, I, need, I need more. I, need, I can't do seven. Like, seven is not enough. Well, I think they'll, like, they uh, I don't want to hear that. <sighs> so maybe he'll come back, but I don't... I, I think well, they're just see. setting it up then. Well, I, well, I don't know. I, I, feel, I, feel like I feel like he's important... And so, let, I guess that'll segue into our valuable information section. This, I, now that I'm reading this, I don't know what, what I was on. What is in your valuable information? When I read my valuable information. So, geez, here we go. All right, so Oscar, to- Oscar Totem seems to be important. He, he does seem to be important. <laughs> well, like, he, he's not really a main character, but he seems to be, like, the crux of it all. But Well, he, he, he to me, he seems to be, like, the figurehead, but they, like, that's who they want you to focus on. Maybe he's a totem. Yeah. I wonder. Like, um, I would. Yeah. Um, no, but I mean, what, I wonder that that's sort of what they're going for with that. That he's like sort of a red herring as well. Yeah. He's not not really the focus of the whole thing. Yeah, I, I think most of the people that they would put out in the public, I don't think are are the. But he does. He did. at this point. At the at, at least, at, I mean, continuing on, he he he's a, he seems to be like a very important part of the whole thing. Yeah, he's a he's a major focus. Yeah. Um, the fact that everyone disappeared, but apparently they're all out there somewhere. Since not we, all we of have them. a survivor, well, not not all of them, but like some of them, most of them are out there somewhere. It's not they didn't die. 
They didn't well, one vanish. Thing, like, yeah, one thing they did too in this episode is they uh, they did the little snippets of uh, people, her talking to the family members mm-hmm. and not saying who they were, and that everybody thought their family members were still alive. I mean, and like each one sort of kept saying that they were feeling like they could kind of feel the presence of their family member. Oh. And I I thought that tied into the telecommunications telecommunication type thing. Like maybe, maybe there was something else going. That's going an interesting idea. Well, we'll see. We'll see if if that comes to bear in the future. But yeah, so and we have at least one survivor, one person who made it out alive. Yeah. And assumably more. Assumably that's probably one of many. Um, no evidence left behind other than that Oscar was dead and that he was burned alive. They were working on neuroscience and telecommunication stuff, but nobody seems to really know what. But we, we, don't, we don't know that information yet. And the other thing that I... I don't know. I've listened, Every time... I've listened to this at least five times so far. And... For some reason, this seems like it's important. I don't know why they. I don't know why they mentioned. It. I don't know if they were just trying to be um, like artsy about this part. But the dry rot is destroying the houses. I feel like that's important. Significant. Yeah, like so. Apparently, like they they didn't put the flashing or whatever. Yeah. On, on the gutters, and the dry rot is destroying the home. And he says something. Do you do you remember what he said? Yeah. Uh, the the quote that I have is all these brilliant minds, all these geniuses of industry, the future this, the future that, and they didn't plan for the rain. So at that point, I think that they are, like, it's, it's supposed to be kind of, oh, like they didn't plan for the rain. But I wonder if it wasn't intentional. Like, they knew that they weren't going to be there that long. Why spend, like, if you're going to, if you have that much money to burn, yeah. why are you, like, you, and, but, like, let's say, you know, I think they were there for, like, nine months before they are out, right? You don't need to spend that money on that because it doesn't matter. Like you're gonna be done well before you need that before that's gonna come to be an issue for you. Yeah. Like if everything else was so master masterfully planned, I don't think that it was an oversight. Well, and even when they said um, um, the FBI guy who they talked to um, said that there were no there was like no traces of them, so they knew they were going that like some at least someone knew. They had to cover up everybody leaving, because yeah, there was a plan in place, right? Yeah, like to, that, that had to, to leave and leave no trace. So yeah, I but for some reason it seems like that's important. Like I, I don't know why the dry rot's important, but I feel like that was not that's not just something that's like it, it like in um acting there's like a word called like chuff, which is like just sort of filler filler mm-hmm. material. I don't think that that's filler material. I think that, that is important material. Like that's there for a reason. So we'll see. We'll see if that happens. So that's really all I have in terms of the valuable information from this episode. I mean, the big thing, obviously, is the survivors calling. Like, what what is going to happen next with them? Yeah. But, um, so I have a couple questions that I don't think you can answer. But these are my questions from the episode. Are the caves important? I feel like that, that that's going to have to be answered this season. Like, what happened with the caves? Yeah. Um, why was Oscar Totem specifically killed like why was he singled out and killed versus everybody else um and i actually we we went through this and so if you are in um if you're really into limetown like we are 
Um, there's like there's a Reddit board dedicated to Limetown, and they do transcripts of all the episodes. Is it all the episodes or just the first one? I only saw the first one, but well, they have a transcript of it. And so I I had a question here. I said, why does R. B. Villers say the work of rail lore? I didn't know what that was when he's talking to Congress. He says the work of rail lore, and you actually figured out what it was, right? That was his corporation. That was his corporation it's called yeah. Rail Lore. Rail Lore Corporation or whatever. Okay, because I, I I was like that that to me was um was very uh, like well, paradoxical like weird thing to say. But apparently that 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 wasn't a weird thing for him to say because they mentioned that Rail Lore thing before. Well, that and um they also like. When he was talking to Congress, they made a point to to kind of say um, they, uh, the Congresswoman was questioning why he said still believe. Yes. Um, so I don't know. I don't really have any thoughts on that. I just, I felt like that was significant that they pointed out that he, he said still believe. Yeah, because I'm all, I guess that maybe they're still working on it. Like, I mean, if they all got out of there for whatever reason. Yeah, like the, the project's not over. We'll see. So, I I have one other piece of information that I would like to talk about, but I'm not sure if it's appropriate to talk about it in this episode because it sort of ties into the next episode. So, I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to add about episode one? No. No, you're good? I'm good. <laughs> All right. So, that's episode one. Um, we're going we're gonna to carry on here in one second with one other thing. So, if you haven't listened to episode two yet, stop listening now, and we'll see you next time. Episode 2, Winona. Alright, guys? So, with that, I'm Eli. We're stopping now? No, we're, we're, we're going to keep going, but if, if you haven't if you haven't listened to Episode 2 yet, okay. I'm Eli. And I'm Kirsten. Take care, guys. Stop listening now, and then listen to Episode 2, and then come back and listen to it. Alright? So, alright. This is a little, little, little prequel, preview. Can you hear me shaking my head? <laughs> This is a little preview of Winona. So Winona is a survivor, right? Mm-hmm. And so we, we st- they start yakking with her next episode. We don't really need to go into anything more than that. But Winona is not the person on the phone in this episode. Well, in the transcript, it was just Leah and Terry, but, but he's like, it does not sound like that him. That moan of like, no, yeah, no. Yeah, it doesn't sound like him. And it, I actually, it was actually something that I thought... Um, they mentioned with Terry when he was going towards um, the stake that Oscar Totem was supposedly burned at, um, that he, like, his disposition kind of changed. And I thought maybe that was a little telling. Like, maybe he's not just another investigative reporter. Maybe he is also somebody with a specific job oh, in really? Town. But like, I, don't, I mean... Well, there's actually a theory about that, which I don't want to... Well, I'll spoil that episode three about uh, Terry. A theory about Terry, but yeah. So I don't know. Maybe maybe they just didn't get the same voice actor back. Maybe it's supposed yeah. to be the same person, but it is definitely not the same person. So I don't know what the segue is between that person and Winona. Like maybe that person just gave the information from Winona, and that's like their whole purpose. Yeah. But I was confused about that. So I, I don't really. I'm not really sure what to make of it. Even four episodes in, I, I'm not sure what to make of that information. Like what the deal is with that. But. Kind of like to drop information and not follow up. That seems to be a trend of lined out. But yeah. all right, enough about that for now. So that's that's actually gonna that's the real wrap up of episode one. So I had a blast talking about episode one, 
and I'm very excited to talk about episode two because I feel like that's really where it kicks off. Like a lot of uh, exposition on this episode to just un- make you understand what's going on, and we're going to get into the real meat and potatoes of Limetown in the next episode. So I don't know. Do you like episode two more than episode one? I feel like I liked episode one a lot because I wasn't sure whether or not it was true. <laughs> And I know it's silly, but like when I when I thought it was true, I was like, "Holy crap, this is insane!" <laughs> and then, like, I definitely want to keep listening, but sort of the the fact that it's fiction, the is, fact that it's tra- fiction, did um like detract a little yeah. bit. Yeah, but like uh, to me, like the episodes have been getting more and more interesting. Well, they're they're still interesting, and I still think it's a really good story. Like I'm in the tunnel. But like tunnel. when I was like, "How could I have missed this happening?" <laughs> <laughs> like. I felt stupid, and I also felt intrigued, and yeah, and then, I can see that. I, I, like, I was listening to it, and I'm, I'm just like, "There's no way. There's no way this is real." Like, there, like, three hundred twenty-seven people missing in America, and nobody well, knew. What, <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, like, I wasn't like, I wasn't listening. Like, oh my god, I, you know, like, this is real, and I totally missed it. I, I was listening and kind of being like, "This sounds fake," but it also sounds like they're reporting it. Like it's, it's real. very real. It's very realistic. And then I, the last podcast I listened to was Serial, and it's very much like the way she reports is kind of it's the exact same thing. So you feel like you're yeah. in Serial land still. So yeah, I definitely thought I was like, oh, this is like another Serial, and they found this story that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't, I don't really have much to to add tack on to the end of that, but like I definitely agree. Yeah. Well, I think if we're wrapping up. Um, uh, I think we should encourage people to comment their theories or any... If, if anybody else has theories, because, I mean, we have some, but they're not very good. Yeah, no. They're not good <laughs> at all. Um, we have a Twitter. Twitter.com slash Lime Talk Pod. Yeah. And we have if, a Facebook page. If you just go on Facebook and search Lime Talk, it's like the first thing that comes up. Yep. And so that's it. So yeah. You can just comment on the YouTube video. Oh, and the, these are on YouTube as well. So check it out. Comment and we'll uh, yeah, we'll probably us, we'll probably throw you. If you like it, tell us if you don't like it, but try to make it constructive. If you don't have anything nice to say, <laughs> don't say anything at all. <laughs> I think that's, I, a, that's I, a good rule on the internet, I don't right? Take criticism well. Everybody abides by that on the internet, right? Yeah. So, all right, I think that is going to officially wrap up episode one. What we know. So, with that, I'm Eli. And I'm Kirsten. We'll see you next time with episode two. What no one Take care.